0: has given you a wonderful personality, but it's been damaged by sin, stress, and pain.
1: We all have unhealthy and unloving coping mechanisms built into our personality that we need to overcome.
0: Let's talk about how Jesus wants to help you repair your personality and grow in God's grace.
1: We'll draw on the ancient wisdom of the Enneagram, filtered by a biblical understanding.
0: Welcome, Soul Talks. We love being in community with you and hearing from you. We heard from Russ Harold, a church leader in the Netherlands. He read, your teaching on solitude and silence has been very helpful to me. I've sensed that God wanted me to embrace more silence, and you've given me a jumping off point. I really appreciate your guidance to do nothing and don't try to make it happen, and the many Bible verses that you share.
1: So we are thankful for you, Russ, and your friends in the Netherlands. Glad to have you in the Soul Talks community.
0: Glad you're venturing into solitude and silence and your intimacy with the Lord and growth in Him.
1: So spiritual disciplines is a subject that a lot of people come to us to learn, and we're going to do a podcast on that, but we're actually not going to do it now. We're going to come back to that maybe next week, and we're going to look at um, go deeper with the triads in terms of identity. On the Enneagram, as we continue this Enneagram series, we're really thankful for the ancient tool of the Enneagram that goes back to the desert fathers and mothers of the third and fourth century, and particularly Evagrius and his uh, uh, thinking about and teaching about the root sins, Uh, seven root sins uh, became uh, the deadly sins, and the idea of the Enneagram is that our personality is not just a happy thing of preferences and gifts and strengths, But actually, there's uh, also uh, sin in there, and there's weaknesses, and shortcomings, and dysfunction, and denial, and defense mechanism, and a lot of pain in our personalities. And the uh, personality is really ego. It's a lot of false self. And personality is something that needs to be transcended. And this is why we, uh, one angle into why, uh, Christy, we really appreciate the Enneagram, because as doctors of psychology, it's... That's the look we take into people. We're we're looking deep into the soul and into the heart and into relationships and dynamics and wanting to help um, people open to God's grace uh, for healing and transformation.
0: So we're going to look at each of the types, the head, heart, and gut type, and how you have a unique wound, a defense against that wound, and a unique need. And that need, actually, you can take to the Lord, for healing, and to his people, ambassadors of him.
1: So if we just go around the wheel here, if you look at the um, the Enneagram, when you look at the numbers, they're usually on a a clock face, a circle. The numbers go around uh, in a clockwise fashion, one through nine, and those are the nine personality types. And we've been talking about the triads, because that is really the foundation of the Enneagram is the the gut type and the heart type and the head types and helps us to uh, begin to zero in on well where where might i be most uh, grounded what what most describes me and so when you look at the gut types they're living by the identity statement i am what i do it's it's an unconscious thing but that's the, the attitude that tends to be in there for the The Challenger 8s and the Peacemaker 9s and the Perfectionist 1s. They're they're doers. They're accomplishing stuff. They're doing things, achieving things uh, in different ways. And it doesn't mean they're not relators, especially the 9s are very relational. Um, And then the Heart Types, that's the Helper 2s and the Achiever Performing 3s and the Individualist Romantic 4s. And the heart types are living by the mantra, I am what others feel about me. Heart types are very much into image and how people perceive them, and they sort of find themselves in how other people reflect their self back to them. Uh, so I am what others feel about me. Now, if you're a heart type, you might not realize that that's your attitude, and that's the point. That is one of the, the great gifts the Enneagram is bringing to us is to help us become conscious of some deeply held attitudes and emotions and conflicts that we're not conscious of.
0: Mm-hmm. So we can grow beyond them.
1: Yeah, because we, we can't grow through something until we're aware of it. That's right. We have to uh, uh, accept that we, we feel something, we're experiencing something, we're struggling with something, uh, and then it can be transformed by the light of God's love especially through the eyes of a person who is compassionate. And so then the uh, head types, which we talked about last week, about the head types, and we got the observer investigator fives and the loyalist traditionalist sixes and the uh, enthusiast happy sevens. And so the head types, are they have this uh, attitude, uh, I am what I have. And so they're trying to acquire things. The fives want to acquire knowledge, and uh, the sixes are looking for security through being accepted by authority figures, their uh, relationships. Um, and then sevens, it's all about the experiences that are bring fun and pleasure. So it's acquiring something more because that's going to build up my identity. So these are three basic demeanors. That are, they're really lies, mm-hmm. and and they're... They're, without realizing it, uh, they're they're pulling us away from God's presence. And the, the tricky thing, and the reason why Satan gets so much power with these deceits, is because there's an element of truth to them. Because for us gut types, what we do, and for all of us, what we do is important. And uh, for the heart types and the rest of us, well, what others feel about us it matters. You know, feelings are the glue in relationship. And uh, and uh, for the head types, then you know what, what, what we have well the things that we have are important there are there opportunities and we have we have needs and we we can use the things that we have to serve the lord and to help people
0: and jesus really empathizes with us with these temptations because satan tempted him with all three of these you know and in the, the temptation when jesus took or when satan tempted jesus at the top of the the Temple Mount saying, throw yourself off and save yourself and let everybody see, you know, the rescue of you. I am. He was tempted. I am what I do.
1: Prove yourself. Prove
0: yourself. And then in the temptation towards I am what I have, he took him up and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And he says, all of these can be yours, you know, and that that temptation, I am what I have. And then the temptation, what other people will think about me, um, the, that was the one that, the, off the precipice to save yourself. The the one I am what I do is actually turning the bread into the, into bread. Um, I think you're getting, getting mixed up on your words here. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting <laughs> mixed up on my words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking before I'm thinking. <laughs> Imagine that.
1: <laughs> I, I think the way it goes here, you can see how unscripted Sultan is. <laughs> so when, G- when Satan says to Jesus, turn these the stones into bread uh he's is tempting him with uh a, a feel good uh, have have what you want uh, meet your needs on your own without god and i think that relates to uh, i am what i have and yes. that especially is speaking to the head types there and uh yeah so then you've got the uh the uh, throw yourself off the temple and then the other temptation is bow down and worship me satan says and so um yeah, I'm not sure which of those. I think jumping off the temple is um, I I am what uh, I do, and I think that uh, the other one is uh, I am what others feel about me.
0: Well, at so. any rate, I lost the connections, <laughs> but I know Jesus was tempted in all these ways. That's the big point. <laughs> That's the big point. <laughs> and Satan tempts us in these ways, and we get to repent when we become aware of what, how we're being tempted.
1: Yeah, and the big thing here is we're talking about Identity. identity. Mm-hmm. sense of self, and that is so critical to our life and our development uh, in the Enneagram is really helping us become aware of ourself. And uh, sometimes we get confused as Bible students, because uh, Jesus and uh, other uh, Bible authors are telling us to deny ourselves, to, um, uh, to set aside ourself and put others before ourself. Jesus even says, hate yourself. And so we can get very uh, confused about these things to think that well the self having a, a self is a bad thing, and that that is not at all what the Bible is teaching. Uh, when Jesus says hate yourself, he doesn't mean for you to hate yourself. He's saying in comparison to your love for God, it needs to be like hating yourself. It's a technique that a. Great teachers will often use is to make a shocking statement that has an element of truth to it that's really key, but elements that aren't true. And so then the teacher ferrets that out for you. And so the Bible is always on the side of yourself being loved, uh, particularly is in the process of being reformed from our old self apart from Christ to our new self that's saved and healed and redeemed and is becoming like Jesus.
0: That's right. Yeah, and that's a gift, and that's something for us to, to steward. It's a talent that Jesus has entrusted to us ourselves, and that's where the Enneagram as a tool can really help us with that, because it can help us to become aware where we are looking to ourselves in unhealthy ways, dependency on self and our flesh instead of connecting with Christ.
1: Right, because biblically speaking, and just from the standpoint of truth, to be a self, you can't look to yourself yeah. Or you can't rely on yourself. Yes. To be a self, you need other people. Mm-hmm. And so we see that in our granddaughter, uh, not quite nine months old yet, and we see how much she is uh, in, uh, fused with and merged with her mommy and her daddy, and, and thankfully her papa and her Gigi, too, uh, as we with her and care for her. Her sense of self is very much dependent on being with someone who loves her, and that's the... Uh, part of the uh, progression in her identity development. It's, it's the foundation, that attachment and beginning to feel secure and knowing that, that somebody is interested in her, someone responds to her cry, someone feeds her when she's hungry, someone holds her and cares for her, someone touches her with love, and these kinds of things wake up her, her sense of self, her ability to say, this is what I need, this is what I feel, which is emerging within her.
0: So important. We all need that so much, and yet none of us have perfect parents, and so we get wounded in the, in our development. And each of these triads on the neogram have a, a specific formation around a wound. So for the the gut triad, their woundedness is in the area of feeling controlled, and then they develop defense mechanisms to go against that, to defend against being controlled. And that can help you to really grow in compassion for the gut types that you live with and understand when they're defending against being controlled, instead of, you know, jumping on them for that and accusing them, you can have compassion for them and that, that their wound has been triggered there. And yeah. So when you realize
1: that, that a, a gut type might uh, be controlling, mm-hmm. often without yes. intending to be... Mm-hmm. so but it's because they're so afraid of being controlled because in their formative years, they were controlled. They That's were right. maybe abused or overpowered or they were, uh, their younger brothers and sisters were abused or their mother was or, and they, they, or they had an intrusive parent that, mm-hmm. that was smothering them emotionally and uh, they went through things that were very painful and out of control for them. And so they learned to, to power up and to um, get on top of their needs and get on top of their emotions. And other people can have needs, but but not me.
0: Yeah, so they they need to be given space. The the gut types need us to respect their independence. That's a a unique need. I mean, we all need that to some level, but especially for the gut types. That's a stronger need for them. Mm -hmm. And then for the heart types, the wound is around rejection and feeling rejected. And so they move towards people because they're desperate to be accepted and connected. And they're so afraid of being rejected. And so there again, when you see the heart types coming towards you, trying to connect, recognizing they they really are needing acceptance.
1: Because they have this inner sense of being unworthy and inadequate and not enough. Their uh, basic emotional posture that's wounded and disordered is they feel shame mm-hmm. and so they will tend to idealize other people and devalue themselves and so in order to feel more secure to feel accepted to feel strong they will connect with somebody else and try to please them or impress them or perform for them in some way help them that kind of thing
0: yes and then for the head types their woundedness is in the area of, of safety and feeling unsafe and so their defense mechanism is to go away and um, they really need, they really need safety. They really need to, to be able to learn to trust.
1: They're living in a scary world without enough uh, resources or enough uh, relational connection or enough, I uh, feel like they can never get enough uh, experiences to fill them up with the happiness that they need. And so they are anxious and they're afraid. And so their posture is moving away from people. Uh, Their first step, they might then move towards people, of course. Uh, And then so you can see now the gut types are moving against people, and they're struggling with anger. That's where they're disordered. The heart types are moving towards people and struggling with shame. And then the head types are dealing with fear and anxiety, and they're moving away.
0: So who in the Bible can you think of? that is an example of a head type?
1: Well, uh, a couple examples come to mind. One is uh, Timothy. He is a loyal disciple of Paul, of course, of, of Jesus, but through Paul. And as a young church leader, he wants to succeed. He, he's a y- young pastor. And it's so helpful that we have the pastoral epistles and we have the, uh, the uh, lead pastor, apostle, mentor, Paul, Teaching the young pastor Timothy, and those letters are for all of us, but especially you pastors who are listening. And so Timothy is struggling with anxiety and fear, and Paul is is trying to comfort him and give him courage and fan into flame the gift of God that's that's been given you. And seems to Timothy was very close to his mother and his grandmother. Paul references this, maybe not so much to his father. We don't know about his father. And so Paul steps in and becomes a spiritual father for Mm -hmm. Timothy, and that's what. Timothy needs. He needs that authority figure and he mm-hmm. just becomes very loyal uh, to Paul mm-hmm. and uh, serving him uh, in the churches that Paul has planted. And uh, he just has a tremendous trust in Paul and uh, absorbs and gleans all he can from his mentor. Uh, another example would be Peter. He seems to be a counterphobic type six. He's uh, impulsive and risk taking and uh, he fights and uh, spouts off at the mouth and um, all, all this kind of thing. Um, yeah, in danger, he gets out his sword and lops off a soldier's ear in the Garden of Eden, uh, his axe, and then he thinks.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so that's 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 a good example. And so the counterphobics, we tend to think of them as not being afraid. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Peter's fear does show. I mean, he is brave enough to step out on water, but then he gets afraid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so the... the counterphobic, and this works with other, other personality types as well, but sometimes a way that we deal with something like fear is by being the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so without actually really comforting the insecure part of me, without really uh, finding new internal strength and stability, I just deny that fear I pretend like it's not there, and I use the defense mechanism of reaction formation, and I just I just go to courage, mm-hmm. and I just act strong and I act confident. Now, now, part of that can be adaptive and effective because getting going can can uh, you can accomplish things and you can inspire uh, trust and confidence from other people, and your own confidence grows. But it's not going to last because you're, you're not that scared, insecure part of you is being denied and being rejected. And so that needs to be brought into relationship. So we don't don't teach little kids to swim by throwing them in the deep end. Some of you were taught that way by a a father or a teacher that was not too smart and maybe kind of mean. That's not the best way. Uh, And so, yeah, the counterphobic is actually a defense mechanism.
0: Well, I'm thinking of a gut type in the Bible, Jonah. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking about how he's he's running away. He's 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 avoiding and he's wanting to be in control. He doesn't want to do what God, go where God's sending him to go. He's wanting his independence and his his control. And and he's got some anger there at the Ninevites and even at God for this. And so you see the resistance there in him. But then um you can also see how some some movement finally where he's getting activated a little bit more. Towards health, and he does obey the Lord um, in in that, and and follows the Lord with that, and, and gives the message.
1: Yeah, gut types like Jonah, we we act first, and then we think.
0: <laughs> That's really good. Let's just do it. That's Let's just right. get going, yeah. and
1: and we'll figure it out as 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 we go along. And so, uh, we gut types, we uh, make a lot of bold mistakes. <laughs> People following us crash into us. <laughs> crash with us uh so and
0: isn't it good news god redeems it and uses us even in our our messiness of our personality in powerful ways i mean jacob he's the heart type i'm thinking of and thinking about his you know determination to succeed and him you know loving his these women and being so wooed, you know Mm -hmm. with that and um just the ways that he, even with his brother and his relationship with his brother there.
1: Um, He's very competitive. He's competitive with Esau. He's competitive with his his father-in-law, Laban. Uh, yeah, he wants to do more and better and achieve and impress everybody. And he is super successful.
0: Yeah. He's trying to impress people to get that sense of acceptance. And, you know, here it's interesting because he was the one in a way that was rejected by his dad. Mm -hmm. And you could see the wound there of that.
1: And then his real healing and transformation comes as he wrestles with the angel of the Lord at night and his hip is wrenched and he walks with a limp thereafter. And so he has a sacred wound. Mm -hmm. And so it's learning to become aware of his own needs and hurts and wounds and to trust the mercy of the Lord to heal him and empower him, that's what really becomes his pathway of redemption, to to stop pretending and impressing and and being that false self, but but become true and genuine. So Lord, we thank you for the gift that you are to us and that you've given each of us a unique personality, and there is so much wonderfulness uh, in that. We are created in your image, and we praise you for that. And uh, we ask your forgiveness for the ways that the image of God in us, each of us has become marred because we have distanced ourselves from you. There's ways that we have been uh, angry, ways that we have uh, internalized our anger into shame, ways that we are living in fear and anxiety. just ways that we're depending on ourselves instead of you, ways that we are not uh, loving people around us as you love us. And so forgive us, Lord, and uh, help us uh, to learn more how to stay in sync with you. Uh, We thank you for the tool of the Enneagram that helps us with coming to understand ourselves, our weaknesses and our strengths, and helps us predict the kinds of ways that we react to stress and the things that we can do for growth. We thank you, God, for your grace to us. In Jesus' name, amen out our Soul Shepherding blog for our free Enneagram coaching tool.
0: We have a number of free Enneagram videos on Soul Shepherding's YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.
1: To see these and other videos, just subscribe and follow us.
0: We'd love for you to make comments and share these posts with your friends to help us grow the Soul Shepherding Online community.